When we very clearly do not. 93.3 and AM 560. KWTO. This is the Elijah Har Show. Follow us on Facebook and Twitter at 933KWTO and stream us on the 933 mobile app. Welcome back to KWTO. We've got two hours to finish off the week. Lots to discuss today. 420, Joel Cannon's going to give us a thread on the top 10 things you need to know about the new Speaker of the House in the country. But I assume you're sticking around the whole show. I'll be here. Perfect. 505, Jay Ashcroft going to join us. Snake Draft at 537. But first, joining us now with a very special invitation to tonight's biggest Republican event of the year, House Budget Chair Cody Smith. Welcome back to the show. Good afternoon, guys. Glad to be with you. Glad to have you on the show as we do every day. We start off with the question of the day. Joelle, what's the question of the day? Question of the day, Cody, what was your favorite kids halloween costume when you were a kid favorite kids halloween costume i always regret not trying to find out what the question of the day is before you guys ask me it's a it's a uh, top-notch right secret it's like the intel yeah. committee yes yes i think my favorite was uh i dressed up as frankenstein one year and i had a homemade costume that my mom helped me make and we made it together and uh, i don't i'm not sure that it turned out looking a whole lot like frankenstein but we had fun doing it and uh and it was a it was a memorable time. So I guess the the, the shared experience that we had doing it is what I remember most fondly. The bonus question is: that, Do you have a picture of this? Uh, I'm there may be one somewhere uh, in the the large. Well, the the uh, problem is kinda, technically yes. my guess is you dressed up as Frankenstein's monster and not Doctor Frankenstein. Well, technically, yes. Thank you for <laughs> that uh, clarification. <laughs> oh, but, you know, uh, Elijah, he loves details. <laughs> Wait. I know that, and I well, appreciate that about it. As an official, official Halloween celebrator, I'm really into this thing. Okay, Cody, the <laughs> biggest Republican event, certainly of the month and really of the fall, happens tonight. What is the event? Tell us about it. Yeah, so I'm getting ready to head down to Neosho right now for the Newton County Annual Free Bean Feed. And uh, as you said, it's one of the biggest Republican events in the state. Of course, Newton County, uh, the Jasper-Newton County areas are longtime Republican strongholds. I like to say that we've been Republican since before Republican was cool. And this is one of our very uh, great annual traditions. And so uh, it is at is this evening. The doors open at 530. Dinner starts at 6 p.m. It's uh, at the Neosho Middle School in Neosho. Uh, again, it's at 1400. Paul McGinty Drive in Neo Show. Uh, the feature speaker is Congressman Eric Burleson, so we're going to appreciate having him and I look forward to hearing from him. And then you'll also be able to hear from a list of some of the statewide candidates, including myself, and uh, just get an update on how things are going heading into next year and this next election cycle. So it should be a great, a great turnout. Uh, you, and you get your free dinner to boot. And so we want to invite anyone that's around within your listening audience to make their way down and join us this evening you know and i want to i want to dig into the event more but as you did mention you are now officially one of these statewide candidates you're running for treasure and this event's in your backyard in fact i i heard recently that some of your opponents have canceled coming because they know this is home turf for you 
Tell us a little bit, history of the Bean Feed. How did they start this? Because a lot of places do events, but they're usually just called a Lincoln Days. For some reason, this has a name, and it has a very specific food, and I'm not sure why. Yeah, I think it's, um, you know, Nick Myers, who is the Newton County uh, Central Committee Chairman. He also happens to be the state party chairman of the Missouri Republican Party. Longtime Republican volunteer organizer has started this event, and it's been years, uh, an annual tradition going on for years. And if I know Nick, uh, it's the combination of that fall time of year where something like ham and beans are, are good. You know, you have the crock pot recipes that we all look to this time of year. Uh, and it's and it's economical, affordable for the group to put on on a large scale. And so I think that's probably where it ultimately originated from. And, and it's, you know, it's very Republican in that sense. And so, uh, yeah, it's just a great tradition. I, I expect there will be hundreds of people there, even in an off year. We don't have an election this year, but um, we'll have a, a lot of folks there. And it's always well attended and highly anticipated. Uh, let's talk a little bit about your 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 next steps. You've been the House Budget Chair um, and, and and served in the state legislature for the last several years, but now you've announced you're running statewide and you're going to run for state treasurer. Talk to us about that campaign. What made what prompted you to run for that position? Sure. For me, it's about my experience, and as you mentioned, I've been a, a member of the House uh, for, I just finished my seventh session, which is kind of crazy to say when I say it out loud. It's been seven years in the Missouri House already. For five of those years, I've been the House uh, Budget Chairman, and I've worked a lot, almost exclusively, on budgetary fiscal policy in the state of Missouri, and I've had some success with balancing the budget, making sure the government lives within its means, eliminating debt, using smart, conservative, simple budgeting practices to save taxpayers money, uh, saving them hundreds of millions of dollars in the process, and ultimately cutting taxes. Not many budget chairmen also like to cut taxes, but I'm a low-tax guy and had the opportunity last year to pass the legislation that was the largest tax cut in the state's history. So that's probably my highlight of my legislative career, my crowning achievement. And uh, so it, the state treasurer's role is well within my wheelhouse. I feel like I'm the most qualified candidate of the field uh, today, and that's why I'm running. Uh, just to continue this uh trajectory of public service, look for ways to save taxpayers money, uh, ultim ultimately, uh, you know, make sure that their freedoms are protected when it comes to economic freedom, low taxes. Uh, that I'm passionate about that. And there are several opportunities in the treasurer's office to do that. So that's, that's the why as far as why I'm running. It is crazy that you've been there seven years. I feel like I, re I mean, I remember when you, your first, like your first week that you were running, I've, I, that is just like blows my mind. I cannot believe it's been seven years. So um, of course, yes. being a fellow fiscal hawk, I love what you've been you know, working on, I love your platform for treasure. I'm interested if you want to talk about transparency and your view of what transparency in budget and taxes should look like for the state and if there are initiatives related to that that you would pursue as treasurer. Absolutely. Yeah, I'm, I'm a big fan of transparency around taxes and spending in, you know, all levels of government. Uh, the one that we that I have the influence over or the, the participation in, obviously, state government. And the Missouri House uh, prides itself on being transparent in our process. We live stream all of our committee hearings. We live stream all of our floor debate. If you go onto our House website, which is house.mo.gov, you can track 
legislation from its filing or its inception all the way to it making it to the governor's desk. And you can read the legislation, you can follow it through the process, and that, that goes through the budget process as well. All of our hearings are live streamed, all the, the budget bills as they work through the process. You know, we, we are very, very transparent about that process, and I think that's incredibly important. Uh, in the state treasurer's office, I think that transparency around uh, those, you know, the money specifically should be continued. And, and, and my predecessor, the former House Budget Chairman, now State Auditor Scott Fitzpatrick, started a program called Show Me Checkbook. Uh, it's a website that, that is administered through the state treasurer's office. He was the treasurer at the time where you can track spending from the state government and go through, and all of that is now available online. So he took that same Missouri House uh, sensibility of transparency or objective desire to, to increase transparency and implemented it into state treasurer's office. As state treasurer, I would certainly look to foster and enhance that transparency going forward, and uh, it's something that I think is very important, particularly around fiscal policy. Joel, as you mentioned, uh, you know, when it comes to the money, People need to know how it's being spent and why. And I think, you know, uh, we need to look for ways to reduce that spending, to alleviate taxes, to lower taxes. And I think transparency lends itself well to that idea as well. One of the one of the things that you've had an opportunity or you would have an opportunity to do as a state treasurer is um, you, you would have an opportunity to oversee the educational savings account programs in Missouri. Talk to us about what that program is. Yeah, that is a very exciting program within the state treasurer's office, and it's a relatively new program. It, it is the single biggest uh, victory for parents and families as it relates to kids' education in probably over 20 years in the state of Missouri. It's the, the Empowerment Scholarship Program. We call them ESAs for short. And those are scholarships that are administered to family, can be administered to families uh, for educational purposes. And, and what's really cool about it is that it gives families the choice about how that money is spent. It could be used for tuition or for tutelage, tutoring. It could be used for to buy books, buy materials, content, educational content. Uh, it gives pa- families the choice on how that money is spent. Scholarships are uh, approved through uh, the process uh, of application and, and, and awarding those scholarships. They're ultimately funded by donations. Uh, these are tax, this is a tax credit program where folks can donate to these entities that provide the scholarships, get a bit of a tax write-off, and ultimately those go to kids who, uh, you know, again, it gives families the ability to uh, shape their children's education with through the power of making those decisions themselves. That program is really great. We started back in 2021. I was glad to support that program, help get that bill passed to create it. The problem is that it's too restricted. It's not available to everyone across the state. Uh, Right now it's limited to political subdivisions or cities of 35,000 or more. And so uh, you all, for example, in Springfield uh, would be, you know, your families would be eligible for those scholarships, but in Carthage where our population is 14,000, we are not. I don't think that city limits or geographic boundaries should limit children to getting a world-class education. I think this is a tool in the toolbox that can help deliver that, and it should be made available to to children all over the state. And we're going to address that in the next legislative session, uh, hopefully. Uh, And as state treasurer, I would do everything within my power to make sure that that were a statewide program, continue to advocate for families, and give them the, the power of choice when it relates, as it relates to their children's education. 
Obviously, next legislative session coming up. Your process for the budget, though, probably starts well before January. Walk us through the timeline for putting a budget together for this upcoming year. Absolutely. Yeah. In fact, the budget process is a little more annual for us as legislators who work on that process. And uh, we are now in the planning, very much in the planning stages. The state agencies have issued what are called their department requests. These are requests of the General Assembly for appropriation authority to spend on various programs. And when those come out, the we as the Budget Committee start to unpack those requests, start to, to have a dialogue with those state agencies about what it is they'd like to spend money on, what is working well, what is not, where we can reduce spending in other areas to pay for it, et cetera, et cetera. And uh, simultaneously right now, we're having conversations about the state's revenue, what we call the consensus revenue estimate, where we get together the, the House and the Senate and the governor's office, uh, the governor and his, his staff all negotiate what we, what we think the size of the next year's budget will be based on what we think revenues will do. I kind of think of, a, think of it as creating the, the size of the pie or determining the size of pie that will be later cut up into pieces through the appropriations process uh, heading into next year. So we're, we're very much hard at work now, even though the legislative session doesn't start until January 3rd of next year. Uh, we are all already well underway in the planning phases of the next year's budget. And so just about the time we get done with one year's budget, we're on to the next. And uh, again, it's a little more annual than the uh, average legislator's role, but that's fine by me. Cody, if people want to follow along with the work that you're doing as the budget chair or your campaign for treasure, how do they find you on social media? Yeah, well, my website is a really great resource. It's Cody for Missouri, all spelled out, Cody for Missouri.org. And uh, on Twitter, the Twitter handle is Cody for Mo. It's the number four M O Cody for M O. And then on Facebook, it's Cody F O R M O. Uh, and any of those three ways are good ways to get a hold of me or see what I've been up to, uh, look a little, you know, learn a little bit about the campaign and, and potentially get involved if so inclined. And so we would invite anybody to check that out. You going to live stream your speech tonight at the bean feed? You know, I might usually it gets live streamed for me, but uh, <laughs> I'll, I'll talk to, uh, some folks and see if they do that but you're uh, supposed to say no yeah. you got to come yeah otherwise, give them the fomo they got to be there tonight to hear the hear the oh, wise words right. yeah well i mean to get really get the full experience person right so you can watch <laughs> the video later but really to get full uh you know get the full experience you have to be there in person so yeah i hope hope all your listeners can join us tonight it's going to be a great event and certainly heading into the next election cycle it's good to hear from other republicans about what's going on and what's going to be important in the next uh, the next campaign cycle. Very good. Cody Smith, he's running for state treasurer. He's talking about the bean feed down in Neosho tonight. Thanks so much for joining us. Thank you guys for having me. Have a good day. And as a reminder, that thing kicks off at 530 at the Neosho Middle School. So shoot, you could just get on the road right now, be there in time for doors to open. Not to mention dinner doesn't start till six. You're going to have, I think, all of your governor candidates. You're going to have some some of your uh probably your attorney general and lieutenant governor candidates. It's, it's going to be a great, great event down there. Obviously, Cody, uh, that's his backyard, so I think he's going to have the corner on the treasurer candidates. But if you want to get down there, 5.30 doors open, Neosho Middle School. Dinner starts at 6. Don't want to miss that. We've got lots more to go in the show. 5.05, Jay Ashcroft on his way through town is going to stop by and say hi on his way to the, the bean feed. And then coming up next, Joel Cannon, with her thread about what you need to know about the new Speaker of the House, plus 537, our snake draft. We're going to pick our top 
public meltdowns in history. You definitely don't want to miss that. We'll be right back.